Shalom here in Woodmere, New York, the home of Yadid Nafshi, Moshe Lachman. And uh, very glad to still have an ounce of Koyach to Mrs. Hashemis Baruch give over still a shtickle. Today will be very short. It's really a tour the one time I went and I davened like a really late mincha, you know, like a Rabbeinu Tam kind of a mincha. And uh, it was by the Hasidim. And uh, I forgot in Eretz Yisrael particularly how dark it gets when they davened like the last 10 minutes of Rabbeinu Tam. <laughs> and uh, I kept thinking the meeting's going to start, the meeting's going to start. Everyone's just kind of doing their thing, learning, getting ready. So I just like, this happened to me a couple times in my life that I remember right now where I like felt pulled to a particular safer and then just opened it and then found like exactly what I needed. Should all be blessed. So... I opened a pre tzaddik. It was totally not Pashas Vayikra then, but I opened it to Pashas Vayikra at the very beginning. If I remember correctly, it's Ice Base. I don't have a safe in front of me right now. And uh, Rav Tzaddik, Heilige, Koen, Hanifla, was uh, talking on Rashi. On Perikalif Pasukalif in, in in Sefer Vayikra, in which Rashi is pointing out the specialness of the Kriya, the whole Dibroys, the whole Amiris, the whole Tivuim Kadma Kriya. 
לא שאין חיבה, לא שאין שם מלאכי השור ספישתה בשניבו, שנאמר וקור זה על זה ויאמר. ונשם קולז אאוט, אבי מצווה, אבי טיים, אם יש דיבור את משה רבינו, זה מתחיל בקולינג אאוט. מדהים. זה מאוד פרופאונד, כאילו דאנס, כאילו ריתם, שירים השם. And then responding, just uh, on the side, a Medjish Rav is coming into my mind, the beginning of Parshat Vayikra, that says, that's called Derech Eretz, that Moshe Rabbeinu had Derech Eretz. He didn't just run in to try to kind of drink up what's going on by uh, up in Shemayim, what Hashem's telling. He waited until Hashem called him. It's called Derech Eretz. And, uh, Medjish Rav has very harsh words for... People who are Torah scholars that are missing that, that sense of appropriateness, that their derech eretz of waiting to be called upon, really awesome kind of a thing. And Rashi continues, says, Hakol ho'elichu magila oznav, the sound would go out from the uh, Mishkan, from the Kodesh Kodashim, and reach Moshe Rabbeinu's ears. The Holy Israel loy shami, but nobody, not, not, the rest of Israel couldn't hear it. And then Rashi has this unbelievable Havamina, I've spoken about this before. One of the most unbelievable Hava Aminas. A Hava Amina in Hebrew and in actually Aramaic, it means what I would have thought, what I would have thought, or what I would have said. Rashi's, you know, I, I might have thought, Yachol, could it have been, Aflahaf Sokos HaSakriya, that Hashem would call out to Moshe <laughs> for the in-betweens, for the quote-unquote recess in-between when Hashem is teaching. Maybe he called out to Moshe and he'd say, Moshe, Moshe, <laughs> and then say nothing, just silence for the in-between. But those in-betweens, because Hashem wasn't constantly talking to Moshe. There was a whole dance, like we say, he was called in. He would hear, Hashem called out to him, then he would say, and then, and then, and then it would be done, and then there would be a, a hefsek. So Rashi has this unbelievable havamina, maybe Hashem even called out to Moshe for the hafsakas to call out to Moshe and say, now... Now we're in the in-between space. <laughs> Rashi says, no, there was no Kriya for the Hafsakas. Talmud Loimar, we learn from the Pasuk, because the Pasuk Aleph, Perak Aleph, of Rashi says, Vayikra al-Moshe, Vayidaber Hashem, Elam al-Moshe, to teach you, why is Vayidaber there? To teach you that the Kriya, the Vayikras, all the Kriyas were only when there was a Dibur following it, not when there was silence. But I might have thought, because the Hafsakas are so important, the Hafsakas, the, the in-betweens are so deep, and this is Rashi HaKadosh giving us Omeka Torah, Umahayu Hafsakas Mishamshas, what were those in-betweens for? Retain Revach L'Moshe, L'Hizbainein Ben Parsha L'Parsha V'Inyinyinyinyin, to give space to Moshe Beno, to... Meditate, to understand, to bina, to connect between each 
parsha between each revelation from Hashem. Uvein inyan the inyan from topic to topic. Kavachomer lehedyot amavin mina hedyot. Kavachomer reads Rashi. How much more so? When it's a simple person learning from another simple person, got to have recess. What's your favorite subject in school? Gewalt. <laughs> so the Hedgev of Tzadok, he's giving over that There's two kinds of bittel to Hashem, two kinds of nullifying oneself to Hashem. First kind is chokhma. It's a type, it's a chokhma type of bittel. Which means what? Chokhma is koyachma, is an open kli, is my, basically, I'm listening to information that is beyond me. I'm just, that's like Moshe when he's listening to Hashem talking. He's receiving i got to get myself completely out of the way and clearly hear exactly what HaKadosh Baruch was saying. Really get it precise. Really not mix in any of my stuff. And just like download it. Just like receive it. It's a, it's a, that's a classic kind of a nullification of one's ego is to get out of the way and really listen. Really receive. But, he says, there is another kind of bittel, which is the bittel of Bina. Unbelievable, Rav Tzadok. Another kind of bittel, the bittel of Bina. In which, he says, that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was doing when he was misboinein ben haparshios. When he had revach, when he had a space to meditate, to understand, to do Bina between revelations, between Paragraphs of the Torah, so to speak. There's an in-between. You have to leave an empty space. In the Sefer Torah, you have to actually leave an empty space. A whole bunch of empty spaces where letters could have been and are not. I think it's a minimum of nine spaces, if I remember right. Number nine is a Gavalt. So, so the there's a different kind of a bitter which is a kind it's like a different not what we usually would think of a nullification because what am I doing I'm listening to my own heart I'm listening to how this Torah is speaking to me right now I'm tuning into it and connecting it with my life experience connecting it with everything I learned before Connecting it with my prayers, with my dreams in life. Connecting it with the people I know. Connecting it to my family. And maybe some kind of a chiddush is going to come down, some kind of a new novel interpretation or understanding. And this is not called ego, this is called the bitl of Bina. Such an important thing. Such an important thing. Really, so crucial, especially heading to Pesach. We need to mamish. Know that we're supposed to have in between time, where it's not about just getting the information in. So often, like what is Torah today? So often, the silence and the in between is so 
misunderstood or not understood at all, not, not, not incorporated at all. It's just getting the information and then getting more information. And the in-between is just like bidyeve, like oi, och, and ve. I have to have an in-between. I have to go eat, I have to sleep, I have to whatever. Okay, all those things, they're not, they're not, they're not religious, they're, they're not connected to God, they're just chaval, you know, and I just try and get more and more stuff myself up. You gotta know the Vahilik of Hashem Tov. You know, they're walking in the forest and, and Mamash, the in between, Rebbeinu, seeing Hashem in, all, in everything, Bechot Rechecha Dehu, seeing in all your ways to know Hashem. Huya Sherachasecha, and to the Pasuk, and Hashem will, will, will straighten your path, will make things good for you if you're trying to connect to Hashem in all your ways. I want to just uh, connect this up to an unbelievable story that I saw in the Gemara in Masechtas uh, Megillah in the Yerushalmi you have a story that does not appear to the best of my knowledge in the Bavli and really an amazing story that um This is Daf Chaf Hayamud Aleph. And the Gemara is talking about whether the kind of a vestibule of a shul, the kind of entrance chamber, not the main place of the shul. Are you allowed to use it like as a shortcut? Can you walk through one side and go out the other side? Or does it have the holiness of a shul? And they try to bring a proof to it from a story. And this is an unbelievable story. Parvara, ma'u mi'avar Can I walk through the vestibule? The verse says, Rabbi Avahu avar b'parvara. So Rabbi Avahu one time, we saw the great Rabbi Avahu walk through the vestibule. And the says, no, 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 no. That was a different story. It says, Ma, the Shari, you think you can bring a proof that it's okay from there? That teacher of the kids was in there teaching them Torah. And he was too heavy on them. <laughs> and he wasn't letting the kids go. <laughs> this is there was a teacher who was too scary, was putting too much fear into the students, and, he, and the students were not able to leave their school, even when, even though the time to leave had come. And the inloha Rabbi of our love and. If if Mefane Talia, if he wouldn't have walked through, Ravel like saw what was going on, <laughs> and so the great Rabbi Ravel walked through. So this 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 Malamid, who was a little bit of a uh, heavy heavy, probably took the wrong career. He wasn't letting the kids out. Um, Rabbi Ravel noticed this. And then he was too heavy, and the time to go home and go play had come. And so the great Rabbi Vau walked 
through the vestibule, not because he was ter- ter- making it into a shortcut, so there's no proof that you can do that from the story, but there is proof of a great, great tzaddik, let the kids out, right? <laughs> let my people go. If I'm over there, because Rabbi Yavau walked in, says the Pnei Moshe, this Malamed was like, oh, the Chavad of Rabbi Yavau. Everyone stood up, and Ravel needed to walk through, so so the Malamed let the kids walk out, and so Ravel walked through, walked out with the kids, and the sun came out, and the birds were chirping. Sending lots of love. We should we should we should get out of the oppressive, uh, whatever oppressive paradigms we have in ourselves. Sometimes they put on a religious guise. They look like this this uh, school teacher who's too heavy-handed on the kids. you got to know there's a time for learning and a time for the, in, the Heliga in between where we're digesting it. And it's also called Bittal. It's also called nullifying ourselves to Hashem. And it's also holy and totally needed. And when we can integrate the silences and the in-betweens and the pl- what, what Rav Kivak Shlita calls plain life, plain life. We can bring our plain life in and stop putting it down and stop putting ourselves down and stop feeling too heavy. Then we can have the real springtime, a real, a real Yitzhak Mitzrayim and uh, really uh, be uh, connected to the Hilga Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh and all the Tzadikim. Lots of love, have a great Shabbos, Chaim.